I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Would I kill my own baby to save a village? Would I go back in time and kill Hitler? Would I take the promotion at work with strings attached? Would I eat muffins for the rest of my life if it meant I didn't have to go to school? Would I have Satan's child? Welcome to The Big Ones. Each week, we ask a new ethical question, ranging from historical dilemmas to relationship problems to brain-busting moral choices. The problems could be confusing, but they're always fun to discuss because they force you to look deep, deep, deep within yourself. (laughs) Will you like what you see? Johnny Mays. Hey. (laughs) Uh, So I want to clarify our voices real quick because I think some people have us swapped. They do. Because someone tweeted at the big ones and they said something like, oh, when Amanda said this about the CIA, um, you were right, actually. And Maria <laughs> said this, but they had us swapped. So I oh. think that maybe some, this is Amanda speaking right now. I have more This of a is list. Amanda, too. No. <laughs> yes, it is. It's me, Amanda. <laughs> that, so this is Amanda and that's Maria. So Maria's one who said about the CIA, not Amanda. Yeah, in case this is listening. Amanda. No, Maria, stop. Maria, stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Maria, stop. No. <laughs> this is Amanda. How can I help you? Um, so we have a guest on today who's a lifelong best friend of mine. We've known each other since preschool. It's me, Maria. <laughs> no, it's Johnny. It's Johnny Mays. Jonathan Mays, everyone. And J- Johnny wrote on Ghost Girls. Yes, he did. He uh, worked on Billy on the Street. Uh, but I wrote on it. I didn't work on the street. <laughs> you didn't put together those. Um, wait, didn't you write that one that Rachel Dratch, the the Rachel Dratch went into someone's career? It was like an obstacle course, but it was someone's career. Um, no, my stuff got cut. Oh, no. <laughs> All of it? Uh, there were a couple games that made it to air. Which uh-huh. one? Yeah. Um, there was, is this a title of a girl's episode or a Berenstein Bears book? Oh, and they right. made Lena Dunham play it. And it was like Sister Bear gets a, um, doesn't know if she was raped, I think. <laughs> was one of them. That might really? Cut. Yeah. No, no, no. We won't <laughs> That's okay. Trigger warning. I know I said it after, but. <laughs> uh, Johnny's a big podcast fan, but this is his first time ever being on a podcast. Well, I always call in to your podcast because I think I'm <laughs> listening to it live and I react strongly. He really does. We always yeah. get texts. He always has opinions. Well, some of the things were just rotten, what you guys have said. Like what? <laughs> well... Um, <laughs> you never saw Six Days, Seven Nights. Oh, yes, right. Okay, so when we did one uh, that John... Okay, we if did... If you were stuck on an island with Brad Pitt, with how long Waters. until you watched him shower? It was with Derek Waters. Yeah. And I was getting nonstop texts from Johnny going, this is just Six Days, Seven Nights. Yeah. Uh, I can't believe you haven't seen it. And then I think you told me where I could stream it. And then a couple days later, you'd asked if I'd seen it yet. But you have to understand, every time I text you, I'm also driving. So it me it's like very important to me that you that you answer right away. 
I still haven't seen it, but is that what the plot is? That, that's the plot. She gets stranded on a little island with Harrison Ford. This is Anne Heche, mm-hmm. this uh, a new ingenue. And she gets stuck with, with Harrison Ford and her fiancé is David Schwimmer. Okay. And he's waiting mm-hmm. for her. Okay. Wow. wow. That's the perfect casting. And then there's pirates and there's a, a charming snake that goes down her <laughs> pants in the river and Harrison what? Ford has to grab it. And it's the moment that they kind of connect. I've got to see this. And is it, an, is it a fun movie? Is it romantic? Watch it alone first. Um, but include your partner. Include your partner, but it is. It's amazing. And do you want to know what happens? No, I don't. I do. I do. No spoilers. You want to? We can't. Okay. Well, the thing that you guys didn't really touch on. Well, maybe you did touch on. But while Anne Heche is away with Harrison Ford, what's Schwimmer doing? Schwimmer is debating cheating on his own because he's grieving the loss of his... We did touch on this. I was driving. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> we did, Johnny, I did. Johnny drives for a living. I drive for a living. I do drive for a living. Kind we of, yeah. did touch on this because we said, now what I'm if it NASCAR. was What if it was the other way around and it was a year gone by and your spouse wasn't back yet? Like, when would you move on? Well, you know this just I mean? was like a long weekend. <laughs> was it really? What's the time frame? It's over three days. Three or four days. Six days, seven nights. <laughs> oh, my God. You've never I seen it. I am a liar. You've never seen it. <laughs> three, four nights. <laughs> Maria got you. That's I only like, saw half. <laughs> <laughs> That's like asking. My orthodontist used to always ask me, who's buried in Grant's tomb? Grant. Yeah. Didn't we have the same orthodontist? Dr. Jorgensen? Yeah. Yeah. We had the same one, and he would always say, how's your friend Amanda? Oh, Ew. Gross. <laughs> gross. I mean, he could ask He had me. the biggest thumbs ever. Ew, John. He did, and when he puts your rubber bands on, it feels like it's torturing you. Yes, he, he did have large thumbs. He was a really nice man. I was in there like six mornings a week before school. Yeah, I had Dr. Uh, yeah. Newhart in Santa Monica, and I think a lot of kids from my school went to him as well. Bob? Not Bob. <sighs> Apparently, they're not doing headgear anymore, which I'm really sad I missed out on because I had to wear headgear, and it was one of the most painful experiences of my what life. Well, it sexualizes instead? kids way too young. No, it doesn't. <laughs> what, <laughs> what is they doing now? I, I don't, they wouldn't say. They just said not, <laughs> not headgear. Say. Did you choose the denim strap in the back? I think I had denim for a I, while. I had like an eggplant colored strap. What does headgear do? It it's like braces on crack. It's like a ball and chain gagger. So in in case just like if the braces aren't going to be doing enough, then you go headgear. It's turbo speed. It's, it's turbo speed. Yeah, because you literally have a strap that's pulling on this brace that connects. So I had braces that had these little holes in them, like um. Uh, I don't air know. pockets air pockets yeah, so then i <laughs> had this headgear, headgear that would snap into those and then i'd have to strap it around my neck so it would pull my teeth that's crazy why do we do this i don't know but i needed it because my teeth were buck <laughs> <laughs> and they're starting to buck again and people are noticing who's noticing my dentist and my mother <sighs> You what haven't seen same? either of those in years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're the same people. Um, all right. Well, let's let's jump right in. So, Johnny, we like to start off with asking our guests if they have a little big one. I do. Or a personal big one. Yes. I always mess that up. I usually mess it up and you correct me. Mm. So you can imagine how great I feel right just now. So the well, listeners- that's because I'm Amanda. No, yeah, just I'm so the Amanda. listeners know, this is all scripted. They're reading it <laughs> off of a script right now. And I'm supposed to ask, oh, wait, are we recording? (laughs) (laughs) 
oh my gosh, I didn't even know. Johnny's doing a lot of, he listens to each episode, I think, three to five times. And he's doing a lot of subtle callbacks to all the episodes of Times Past. Well, avid listeners will know. All right, Johnny, what's your personal big one? Okay, my personal big one involves braces, actually. Is, does oh, it? it does, I, yeah. That's so great. How Wow, I, I'm so it's so effortless for me the way I segue into things. Well, but uh, it's interesting because when I came in, he said, should I tell Maria my personal big one? You said, no, wait until. So you uh, knew what I the personal know, big one I was going to be. I had forgot. Um, so I work for an old lady. Um, when Billy on the Street's on hiatus. <laughs> I haven't been asked back in three years. Um, anyway, I drive around an old lady, and she, she's not that old. She's only like 65. Okay. But yeah. she's, you know, um, never married, no kids, and we're dating. No. Yes. Anyway, so I drive her around, um, and she's really paranoid about her braces. So she she always wants me to let people know she has braces to let who know she says do they know i have braces like if i'm in she she asks it often and she's a really wealthy lady and she goes back and forth to new york to get her teeth fixed like she has an orthodontist in new york when did she get the braces she's had them on for five years wow that's i know a really long time well she's getting hosed She's getting hosed by the orthodontist in New York because every month she flies back and she goes, how much longer, officer? And he goes, <laughs> <laughs> and he's always like, we're getting there. We're getting there. I'm noticing real changes. Oh, my gosh. Why doesn't she just get Invisalign or something? They don't do. I mean, buck. She is that what you said? You're bucked or. Oh, she fucked. has bucked. Uh, yeah, Amanda's bucked. I, I mean, bucked. <laughs> I was fucked because I was bucked. No. Were, yeah. You know what I mean? And listeners, just so you know, that's printed on the um, in a frame, and we're right here in Amanda's office, next to the heads of all the other guests that have been here on the show. That would be a nice thing if we had a wall of guests. And we, it means they're severed heads. Yeah. Oh, I, I thought it was like at a restaurant where people headshots. Their headshots. Anyway, so my old my lady. <laughs> okay, yeah. So I understand because she doesn't want. It would be like. If I had a big scar on my face because I burned myself with a curling iron, I might say, hey, Matt, if we're going to his family's house, let your family know I have a big scar on my face so that people don't – I don't have to explain every time. Yeah. So it's just a little thing she's nervous about. But anyway, I had to book her for her doctor's appointment like two weeks ago. Doctor or dentist? Doctor. doctor. And she's like, do they know I have braces? And I said, yes, 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 no problem. And she walks in. She wears a really big oversized hat and she's really quiet. And she goes straight to the MRI table and lays down. And then she wants to – and then halfway through the MRI, I realized, oh, she wanted to know because she has metal in her head. Yeah. And – I my dilemma was do I go interrupt the MRI and say hey she has braces on cuz she's she keeps her mouth shut in front of strangers so she do, cuz she doesn't like her brace face yeah so, she's not comfortable cuz in her generation it was hugely frowned upon to have metal lips <laughs> so now <laughs> so now I'm d- debating if I should go tell the nurse hey uh I noticed that woman has braces Oh, like you don't even... Like I don't know her, so I can't get in trouble. So she doesn't say, hey, your assistant ha- just alerted me too late. Right. Well, Wait, but is it going on right now? It's going on right now. And I realized that's why she wanted me to let them know that she had braces. She's in the MRI machine She's right in the now. MRI machine. And she does it. She's completely covered 
And, you know, they make you take off your watch. Maria, you'd have to take off your ankle monitor. <laughs> like, they make you take off everything that's metal, but she's really shy and looks older. Wait, then this has... sounds dangerous. Yeah. But I, I, it's them... dangerous to lose my job, too, because I could have lost my Johnny, job. Johnny, is this real? It's real. It's real. She's still stuck to the machine. No, Johnny! <laughs> that's my personal problem. I think, well, okay. I think what you can do is... You can, you Johnny. Can, this isn't real. It it's is real. real. It is real. She's not in there right now. Oh my god! I, I have to pick that. her up. No, you don't. No, they no. said she'll be in there for a long time—three to four weeks. <laughs> but are the get good pissed, news is Johnny. she's getting her braces off. People oh, are going to get no, pissed. I mean, they're taking them off personal. surgically. Let me just clarify real quick, because John, this happened like a week ago, Johnny. Yeah. So she made it through the MRI. I think it was like six days, seven nights ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think what you should have done is told them that you should have stood by your story that you had already told them that she had braces. But you know, hospitals are big, busy places. Things like that get big lost business. in the cracks. Yes, mm-hmm. big business. Those things get lost in the cracks. So you could have still <laughs> intercepted and said, hey, just FYI, I mentioned this already when I made the appointment, but she does have braces. And then then you could have still had an out like, oh, I already had told them that, but they just forgot. In one ear, out the other with these doctors sometimes. Yes, yeah, exactly. But that's on them. You have to be your own advocate. So you didn't speak up, though, and was she okay? She's uh, fine, and nothing happened. <laughs> I mean, but I, I mean, don't know. I don't know anything about MRI machines or what metal does in those machines. Yeah. If, I don't know if it's like a microwave where it could have exploded. <laughs> well, but uh, I have another question just to put this out there. If her head had exploded, should Johnny go to jail? Yeah. No. Yes, because she trusted him with that information. That's on her. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah. Well, she should have no double checked. You have to be your own health advocate. You can't trust your assistant who doesn't. I'm barely functioning. Right. <laughs> Let me. I just want to look up what happened. Metal in MRI. Maria's Bra- consulting her priest. He's here. He's here in the room. I had no idea. <laughs> I guess it would be equate, um, you know, equivocal to if, for instance, Matt is allergic to penicillin. So he's, he is. Yeah, and he's. Told- How did he find that out? Um, by get, having an allergic reaction when he was given penicillin. But do you know what Who you're given penicillin for? I wasn't the one giving it to him. What'd you say? <laughs> Who? Oh, you it- only get penicillin if you have something that itches. No, this is like when he was a child. <laughs> Matt is allergic to penicillin. Oh, wow. So he told me that, obviously. Oh. You know, but so if, that would be the uh, you know equivalent of if I neglected to tell the doctors that if he's going in for an emergency surgery, I don't tell them he's allergic to penicillin. Am I responsible for his death i don't think so (laughs) no you aren't because it should be on his medical chart Mm. yeah but sometimes there's no time to look up a chart yeah but why wouldn't you say it i mean what in the the heat of the moment she told it like when i was with the braces i was in the middle of a magazine like you never know what's distracting you at the time true that's why you you should be mindful Yes. You're supposed to carve in any allergies into your arm. <laughs> it says here, gluten sensitive. Yeah. <laughs> Let me read this. Patients with braces may receive an MRI. However, if you have braces and need an MRI of your brain or facial area, the MR system may have difficulty tuning to your body. The MR tuning process is similar to tuning a radio. 
to a specific frequency. So her okay. head couldn't have exploded. But it there, was but that results may be influenced by was it a braces. brain scan? Well, I'm not allowed to say. <laughs> but yeah, her no, her um, she plays Spotify out of her brain now. Just <laughs> I'm not kidding, but it doesn't take requests. It's like the Pete and Mom and Adventures of Pete and Pete. She gets the radio frequency from the plate in her head. Not all of us had cable growing up. <laughs> <laughs> but well, anyway, no, she had a terrible um, brain injury, really. Oh. A concussion. Oh, wow. She really did from wow. slipping and falling. I think lesson learned from now on, you tell everyone she has braces. Yeah. <sighs> Everyone. Yeah. Uh, well, she, she, asks she if she's trusting you with that information and it makes her feel more comfortable, then, you know, why not? She's paying you, isn't she? Yeah, but I just told her to smile more. And well, it gets uh, the point across. When I first got braces, they I have large teeth for... Google me. Okay, you'll see. <laughs> uh, and when I got I first got braces, I was, you know, a young kid and it looked really goofy on me because my face hadn't grown into my teeth yet. So I was all teeth and now I had all these these big braces. And of course, I got the brightly colored rubber bands. Yeah, always. So I went in to show my sister, my older sister, four years older. Oh, no. Sarah what did Beth Sarah Lund. do? And I walk in there and I go, Sarah, I, you know, I got braces. And I, all I wanted was for her to be my friend, my older sister. Mm-hmm. And she gave me the words of advice. She goes, just smile huge. Tomorrow when you oh. walk into school, <laughs> just smile as big as you can. <laughs> so I came into school the next day with the hugest grin on my face and I got laughed at. But you made everyone else smile. Yeah. Isn't yeah. that a gift? Yeah, <laughs> well, why... Oh, first of all, why did you believe her that you should smile? Because she used to trick me all the time and I would just never learn to distrust her. I was a very trusting child. Aww. I mean, maybe she was trying to be nice. I'll have to confront her next time I Because it sounds her. like it could be the other way of like, you know what, Amanda, you just go in there and you smile big and you show them you're proud of those. But then if I know the Sarah that you've told me about growing up, that it was, yeah, Amanda, go in there and smile. It's like the time she gave me a henna tattoo, if you guys remember those. Oh, and it's permanent. Yeah, they last about six days, seven nights. And uh, I wanted her to do a hibiscus flower, a beautiful Beautiful. Polynesian Mm -hmm. hibiscus flower. I don't know if they're Polynesian. But anyway, um, so I trusted her. You know, I couldn't see what she was doing. And when I checked it in the mirror, she had written smelly lard out. Um, it was just at the beginning of summer. I had a lot of plans to go to the beach with my friends. You're lucky you didn't have an autopsy performed on you, like when you, if you died and they couldn't figure out who you were, and that was your only. She has, did she have signifier. a smelly lard ass tattoo on her back? <laughs> and your parents have to identify you yeah, that way. That's not her. That's not a. That doesn't sound like our daughter. And then Sarah comes so and it goes. Actually. I beg to confess. Oh, man. Wow. My mom always said we were so lucky to have braces growing up because she never needed them. And so she would wear paper clips on her teeth. People say that. Yeah, I've heard that before. Or put I pennies think it's in just their a mouth. lie. I think it, how do you adhere paper clips? You just, you, you, you just. Uh, oh, my God. Maria's wearing them right now. <laughs> <laughs> I never noticed. She was a ventriloquist this whole time until she smiled. No, you just put them in there. They just, you can stick them right in. Paper uh-huh. clips? Yeah, they've got the clip. They clip paper together. You could put them oh, on your teeth. I, I imagine it that you're unfolding the paper clip so it's a yeah. little like you wear like a retainer kind of open. And then you oh, adhere yeah, rubber bands that. to it. I yeah. could I could see that. And that sounds fun, actually. So, you had braces, right, Maria? Mm-hmm. And Johnny? Yes, with or, same orthodontist as you. Duh, we just talked about that. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I had braces, retainer. Um, uh, Where is your retainer now? I don't. 
I don't have Me it. Me neither. And but your you teeth still are wear moving. I have to because my teeth buck out if I don't wear my retainer. I have to wear it every night, although I don't. And mine are moving a little bit. I mean, if I came into some money, uh, I might get some Invisalign sh- sh- and then retainer it up again. I might do a second round, but they're they're pretty straight. Yeah, they're very straight. <laughs> Start a GoFundMe now. <laughs> um, my teeth aren't moving, but they're just really soft. Really? No. Do you get a lot of cavities? Uh, no. Oh. I've never had a cavity in my whole life. What? Ever. What? I've never had a cavity. I've never had a root canal or a cavity. I'm like selling myself on eHarmony. <laughs> I've never had anything wrong with my teeth. Except for, yeah. And I don't even brush them. No. Uh, Do you floss every day? <laughs> no. You should. Yeah, I heard. Well, he doesn't need to. It's, see, that's it's all genetics, is I uh, guess. So I when guess. I went to Colombia this year, like in November... Eduardo, which is my um, partner, um, he, <laughs> Newsflash. he surprised me and he took me on a trip to his dentist and we went and got like my teeth cleaned and it, he, it was a surprise because I hadn't been to the dentist in a long time and it was really cheap over there, Right. but they only spoke Spanish and my head was completely um, backward. They take your head off over there. It's backwards. <laughs> you're upside down and the dentist is talking to you in Spanish and it hurts so bad. Right. And it do was they awful. do x-rays? No x-rays, so just you cleaning. you might have cavities. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not to my knowledge, okay. which is the same as not having right. them. Right. So in the court of law. I go to the dentist every four months. That's what happens when your gums bleed so much. Oh, they well, do? They don't, they don't anymore. They did from about flossing. two years. No, from just... Uh, talking. Yeah, from talking, to, <laughs> from talking people's ears from off. From thinking so negatively. <laughs> oh, yeah. Doesn't your name mean bitter? Okay. It means bitter C. Okay. Like Mar, the big, is that the Mar big C? means ocean. Uh-huh. You know? Mm. Okay, okay. And how does your family say Annette Funicello or whatever? <laughs> What's Annette the Italian the pronunciation? <laughs> no, it's always, it's Annette Funicello no matter where you're from. That's why she was, she crossed all, all barriers. I didn't realize that Maria does this podcast remotely like Kevin and Bean <laughs> and that it was just going to be me and you in here. <laughs> He's lying. The kitty cat just How'd came in. How'd you get in, in here, Margo? The door was closed. No, it was cracked. All right. Well, Johnny, I think, yeah, next time, you, you know, just if it's a, you if know. If you see something, say something. See something, say something. That's always what we come back to in this podcast. Mm-hmm. But it, if I said something in the middle of it, she would have fired me for not telling them before. Well, just go from this point forward. Just know that that you got to tell. You got to tell people she's got braces. That's what she wants. Oh, no. Margo's <laughs> got to use the little girl's room. Sorry. <laughs> little. The big girl's room. Yeah, I mean, I think in that situation, the worst possible outcome was her head exploding, not you getting fired. Oh. (laughs) And then I would have lost my job. Yeah, either way. Either way, way it comes back to me. So you got lucky. Maria just handed me a note saying we're going to cut all this. (laughs) The whole thing. Oh, are we we recording? Have you ever put put, like a a bag of chips, like an empty bag of chips in the microwave? It shrinks down to like miniature size. And it burns if you touch it. It does. It's metal. Well, yeah, I've never touched it before, but I just remember my friend doing it in grade school and it shrunk. Knowing, knowing that it would shrink? Uh, I think so. Ooh, as a party trick. But don't try it at home because it might explode. I'm not sure if maybe I'm making this up in my head. Let me look up really no. quickly. Sh- shrinking uh, bag, of, bag of chips, bag of chips, microwave. Okay, hold on. Why were you trying to get your chips? You guys, I told you. Look at how little. 
see. Just no. We're watching a video, so Maria is Hold holding on. up her phone screen. We can... This is a personal video of Maria. <laughs> okay, so there's a bag of sun chips, and um, and the guy's opening the bag of sun chips. It's a green bag, and he's eating them. You can't see his face though. It's, you can't see it's his from face. The neck down. It's Maria. Okay, now he flattens down the. Oh, I thought you put the chips in, and the chips became miniature. No, I said that you eat the chips. Okay, now he's flattening out the bag, putting it in the microwave. Okay, and now he's setting the timer for five seconds. Oh my god! Oh my god! The chips are becoming electric. It sparked. (gasps) And then hold on, he's taking it out. It's a mini. It's a mini bag of chips. Honey, I shrunk the chips. Honey, I shrunk the chips. That's adorable. Maria's going to get sued for telling children to do this. <laughs> no one do that. But if there's an adult there and they want to do it too, then maybe that's okay. Wow, that's incredible. We used to do something rotten with a bag of chips when I was little. What? Well, so at Junior Lifeguards, you're on the beach. And what you do is you dig a giant hole and you put a towel over yourself. Uh-huh. And then someone puts a bag of chips on top. Uh-huh. And then a seagull comes and you jump out from under and grab the seagull <laughs> with your towel and lasso it around and throw it. People would do that. I'm not kidding. Is that true? Yeah, it was what? getting seagulled. I'm not kidding. It was so scary. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. Seagulls on the beach, they're pests. Well, you have to teach one a lesson. Yeah, and then it'll tell his friends. That's that's terrible. so scary. A seagull thinks oh, it's my lucky day. I got a bag of chips down there, and then <laughs> and I'm- everyone would be sitting like ten feet away, watching it out of the corner of their eye, acting like letting the seagull know, like like everything's okay, you and know. Johnny and has then, really long arms, and I had really long arms and legs, and so I that was how you make friends when you're a kid on the beach, topless. <laughs> I'm not kidding. If you have to run around and swim a beer, and you're not the best athlete. You have to well, do yeah, something. Well, yeah, why weren't you doing something? It was junior lifeguards. Why weren't you swimming? Well, it was uh, recess, snack time. I, a lot of girls and boys that I went to school with did junior lifeguards. That was I never did that. But you never did junior lifeguards. Is that what I just said? I think you said you knew a lot of people who did it, and you never did it. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> you never did the seagull trick. No, junior lifeguards. What? I never did junior lifeguards. No. So you don't have a rat in this race. I don't have a rat in this race, yeah. but I also never did gatillion. These are all things people did around me that I never did. Well, you're uncouth and can't swim. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so I never... What activities, childhood activities, did you participate in? Um, I'd sit up in a tree sometimes. Did you have any, like, camps that you went to? Or? I went to um, the park up the street. There was a sports camp I went to. Mm-hmm. Um, you were always working as a kid. And- yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I just, you know, I, uh, group activities just didn't, you know. Gel with you. Yeah. Yeah. They're good for parents though. Get you out of the house. Yeah. I guess they are. I went to a camp on Catalina Island. Oh camp no. Five. Here's Amanda's <laughs> camp. And we I always hear about camp. this camp. Settle in for a winter's oh, nap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is what would happen. Cause I would go to camp with my friend, Elisa. And when oh, and then back, Johnny would get mad because you'd talk about it every- all the time. And Melissa too. Everyone would get so jealous. Cause we'd had all the, all these fun camp stories. I don't know if they'd get jealous, Amanda. I think they'd just get annoyed. But I would get so tan cause there was no activities that they enforced. So I would just lay out, <laughs> oil myself up and lay out. It's actually was really bad. And one of your counselors was a uh, Charmer, right? A lot Snake of charmer. A lot of <laughs> a lot of hot counselors. Yeah, but one was really didn't one have like a thing with you? Um there was a heavy flirtation with a couple counselors. Definitely. One si- both one sided or both? Both sided, yeah. yeah. But okay. All right. 
You but... came of age many times those, over those summers. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't like 12. I was, you know, 16, and the counselors yeah. were 18. So, so yeah. no big deal Still there. Still legal. Yeah. <laughs> Still illegal. Yeah, Not but... on Catalina, well, Johnny. My to... parents wouldn't have press charges. The maritime law. No, your parents sent you on a one-way ticket to Catalina. <laughs> they were always surprised that you found your way home. I was on the wrong side that of the That wasn't island. camp. That was her just being homeless for summers. Uh, Maria <laughs> sleeps outside of Amanda's house. <laughs> I saw her this morning on my way in, and she texted me, don't come here without a latte for her. <laughs> I didn't know I had to bring the crudite as well. Well, you asked if anyone wanted a latte. or and if you Maria wanted said, Johnny asked, does anyone want a latte? Maria said, I'll have a latte. But he read it as, I have a latte. Because <laughs> I was flying down the 210 freeway to get to can we say your address no um, <laughs> i used to go to catalina running camp when i was <laughs> what's a running I, camp I, where they guys. put stuff on your back and you have to run around the island what no it was for cross country so we would do like a one-week camp right before the season started in catalina mm-hmm. but my parents would never pay for me to go but i would go for free if i worked the snack shack during all the um like free time which was six hours a day so i worked the snack shack and i used to give like the popular kids free candy and then charge the unpopular oh, kids wow twice. did that so do my you bank any favors? It, it did really yeah got me in the varsity locker room wow <laughs> but anyway we had a camp counselor named action jackson and he would walk around our cabin wearing nothing but a one sock and you can guess where and he would go, it's me. <laughs> it's me, Action Jackson. He really did. He would walk up and down, and, and all the boys were, like, hooting and hollering, and I was joining them. I mean, you have to you, – you can't stand out in those situations, but it was awfully exciting. But it is, he was definitely over 18 walking around with just a sock on, saying he was Action Jackson. Today. No. His name was really Action, or was that something he gave himself? They didn't. They never told us, but I think it was a birth name, yeah. I kind of like the name Action. Hmm, how would you spell it? Action? I would spell it A-C-I-O-N. Ocean? Oh, like the accent, yeah. Hi, I'm Ocean. <laughs> <laughs> but I think he's still at Catalina doing that. Whether there's kids in the cabin or not, he's still oh, not a cabin. No. He's, a ghost. He's, a, he's a ghost now if he wasn't then. <laughs> All right, should we get to the big one? Yes, this is a really fun one this week. I'll oh, just good. launch right into it. Oh, God. Are we supposed to pretend to be the music? No, no, no. <laughs> the music will come in. The music will come in. Do you like the music? I love the music. I love when it's really loud and you can't hear the question. <laughs> so then the rest of the time while you're driving, you're trying to guess what the question was the whole time. And then you're at the end. You're retroactively yeah. figuring out. All <laughs> right. It's like memento. Better. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you live your life in a perfect town, in a nondescript part of a nondescript country, but it's America. You've lived there your whole life, your whole family's there, it's the town of your dreams and you have the life of your dreams, everything is perfect. You know that you only have this perfect life if you live in this perfect town. Everything outside of it is just the scary real world as we know it now. One day, on your 18th birthday, the town council takes you down into a hidden cave where you see that there's a small child sitting in a cage. (laughs) They explain that the only way the town can be so perfect is that this child gets tortured for eternity. There's no option to save the child. Your only options are to stay living in the town, knowing what you know now, or do you leave the town and go into the real scary world? Wow. Wasn't that the plot for for Richer for Poorer with 
John Travolta and <laughs> no, that's yeah, Tim Allen. That's not John Travolta. I mean Tim Travol- Allen, where they're Amish, but they find out they have to do witness relocation. They live in that Amish town, but then they find out the Amish are burning the baby in the basement. What? Well, the last part might not be true, <laughs> but it does sound very much like an Amish way of life, where you find out where you're secluded, or like Maria's favorite movie, The Village. <laughs> but it is, I mean, where yeah. you're, it, where you're scared, you're told the outside world. You don't have. Do you have any firsthand knowledge that the outside world is awful um, yeah. or is it just what they're yeah. saying no i think you do i think it's it's this is just a, it's almost like in big fish when he goes to that perfect oh, yeah. town and it, everything's nice but it can be why don't we take a moment right now to kind of define what Sorry. our town is called and what it's like there and how oh, yeah. it's why it's so great so does anyone want to toss out a name for the town lovingsville mm, gorgeous yeah no johnny okay well i was thinking of every town but that's the gun uh violent the gun protection anti-gun group every town <laughs> every town usa but no we have to do something different how um, about lovery town lovery town lovery town like yeah yeah like lovery yeah l-o-v-e-r-y but, and people say oh what a lovely town lovery lovery no, lovely yeah they sing there's a lovery song is people lovely. sing lover lovely is lovery town no lovery is lovely town no but it's lovery town okay so it's love how lovely is lovery Lovery town Town. how lovely is lovery people how lovely is lovery cars and streets and people and people you meet look at that girl down there always with her nose stuck in a book hello mademoiselle (laughs) There are no books in my favorite town. In my perfect town. <laughs> so what would this town, would it be kind of like a Pleasantville situation? Well, here's the well, thing we all have I, different ideas. Yeah, though. that's the thing. It's like, if this is the perfect... Okay, so this is each of our own perfect world. This isn't just necessarily like Pleasantville where everything's like pristine and and uh, like whitewashed and like... Like, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about like our idea of a perfect community. Existence. Yeah. So what would yours be, Maria? Um, uh, uh, let's start with Johnny. Well, I, <laughs> Maria just Because mine's whatever his is. <laughs> Copy that. Mine, there would be, um, like each of my neighbor, well, I'm trying to think. I don't know if I want neighbors in the near vicinity. Yours is just one house. <laughs> nothing it. I think mine is a talk show set and I get to sit in the audience and all day it's just as rotating first as the cast of The View and then as throwback episodes of the Rosie O'Donnell show. <gasps> oh, and, yes, yes, you know, yes, 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 yes. And, and, um, and it, I guess it's just a movie studio lot. Koosh balls for life. Oh, that's Koo- what a movie yeah. studio. Oh, and you pay in koosh balls. Yeah. Lot, yeah. Well, your town, so your town has a theater that has the Rosie O'Donnell show and, <laughs> and not balls much else. And, yeah. But ba- but other than that, like we'll get tears, Amanda, for sure. But it's not, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like we won't. <laughs> Hold my breath. <laughs> Try it. <laughs> but it's not, it's not like, it's basically that like, how about we break it down to this? You live in a in a world where you're definitely happy, you're surrounded by people you love, and if you left and if you left this place, you would be unhappy, away from everyone you loved, and oh. and doing something 
and like having a job you didn't love. Yeah, but it's it's. I think we can just go ahead and define the town. That I think that will be fun. Just how we do with all the other. All right, then go like, ahead. And she's dead set on getting well, her idea I think that, out there. That's what's fun about it. And I don't. It's not like it's the goop. You know, we've done the goop. This is literally like you're in this amazing town. You have everything you need. There. All your friends are there. Yeah, you have a fulfilling career. But then if it's like, then you would have to like move here and have some other life. It's not even like your life or a perfect life. It's do you leave this amazing town that you love living in? Yeah. You leave? Yeah. Because it's not, because that's so easy, that's so easy to me because it's like, you know, you see something happening, you know, where you live and the only reason that that you're able to live in this place or that it's so perfect is because this is happening. You can't just stay there. You got to go. You But, but, it would be more difficult for me if it was if it was more you're leaving everything you love and everyone you love with no explanation. Well, with- yeah, because they're not leaving the town. <laughs> they're so staying. They, you are. And are you the only one in the town who knows about the baby? No, everyone on their 18th birthday gets finds shown. out. Oh, so then everything's a lie because then you look at your mom with her shit eating grin and you're like, <laughs> "How did you? How did you smile at me my whole life when you knew?" Yeah. Uh, because I, I wanted a Johnny because I wanted a perfect life for you. Look at this My life. name we is Action be- <laughs> in this story. Asion. <laughs> yeah. We have Asion. this beautiful house. Okay, we have a swimming pool on this, all these tree-lined street. You walk around the corner. There's a little gastropub with amazing pizza and craft beer. <laughs> well, it sounds there's- like you just live in Culver City. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't know what they get up to in their cave. Yeah, under the Culver Hotel. And how about everything address. is free. There's no vibe. Violence. You're completely safe. But didn't you say on the last podcast that if there's a baby in the basement, that there's a hundred more under the floorboards, <laughs> <laughs> and that if one gets that pushed was, up, that, that was so how many are there? <laughs> that was cockroach. And does the Johnny. one baby? Does he live or um, she? I mean, does she live forever? I think it's an. Is eternal... she permanently tortured, or yeah. is it that every time they die, a new baby gets taken? So who's to say your baby won't get taken mm. and become that child? Well, and what's worse, like a baby who has no, can't really do much, is being tortured, or an old woman who had a great life, but her last five years, the town has decided to keep her in the basement, tortured. What would you feel worse about? Mm-hmm. A baby being tortured, or an old woman who knows that she's being tortured? The baby still thinks his, he's in the womb and the mom just ate spicy, spicy, <laughs> spicy tahini or whatever. I mean, the baby doesn't know. Yeah. But, or is bad. it worse to know that you're being tortured? Ugh, or does a baby I think, know? I think a baby <laughs> knows. <laughs> well, a baby doesn't know what torture is, but a baby can feel pain. Yeah. yeah. So. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Uh, okay, what's your idea? What's your idea of this perfect place? Yeah, I mean, I think it's just there's it's completely safe. Um, it's. Everyone gets along. Um, oh, there's it's there's no drought. Wow. Um, there's no guns. There, you don't oh. even need police. 
Um, but do we still have the parties? Second Amendment? But why? But why? <laughs> yes, okay, so this is what I get hung up on on these perfect co- places because it's like I don't want to live somewhere where pol- there's no police because then there's no then everyone's just doing things right. It's well, perfectly manageable to live in this place. Yeah, but if you want something that has a little bit of danger of that strategy. Yeah. But I'm just saying you're in a town that's beautiful and perfect for you. I mean, it's kind of fun to define what it is, but if we can't all get on the same page, then that's fine. <laughs> well, okay, there's but- stripper cops. There's still stripper <laughs> okay, cops, all right, but all right, the, all right, they right, don't yeah. carry guns. But the, the moral question is, if your decision doesn't matter either way, this child is going to still be tortured. Mm-hmm. Right. What do you, what's the right thing to do? Does it even matter? And what would you do? Like your choice doesn't save the baby. No. It just isolates Why, you. I, okay, but here's my... I just want to ask all the questions up front. Why can't you save the baby? Why is that... I, it's just part of the hypothetical. You, It's not an option. Your you priest can't. isn't in the town. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, I just don't... I listen like I buy things from forever 21 and stuff. I know those are made by like kids and stuff like, like I can, like I, I didn't really you do know they're a sponsor kids. of this podcast, right? Maria? <laughs> yeah. No, you're probably right. No, they are. That's all or like Nike shoes or like, you know, like we live in a world where we're constantly doing things or buying things that are made off of other people's, uh, pain, pain. And most people are blissfully unaware. Exactly. And even if you are aware, you still do it because if you don't, don't what's gonna happen you're not gonna do one person can't change anything what can what can you do is that really how you feel i i it's a it's a com um complete i'm complicit in my uh there's you could spend your whole life looking at every cause going like i need to change this and i need to change this but you can't because then what's the quality of life you're living if everything you're doing is trying to stop someone else from doing things a certain way then you're not living your life so you think there's no point in doing any of it no i'm not saying that but i'm just saying i'm saying that we kind of live in a version of this now now yeah and i know that you know I'm complicit in buying things and doing things knowing like Apple products are made in China and God knows how much those people get paid. You know, right. it's sweat. It's like sweatshop work and yeah. stuff. And it's like, but we all have an iPhone and we all have Mac computers. So then, you know, it's it's all part of right. I how guess we the live. option is you could go off the grid, you know, live on a right. farm have a sustainable but then you're leaving but then you're leaving every it's the same thing it's you're leaving everyone you know and everything you love and all your comforts of your life and it's i and yeah so i know it's a it is an interesting comparison maria's all curled up right now just to prove that her hands are tied she's (laughs) she's curled up into a pretzel saying she has no part of this okay well what if you take it one step farther and Uh it's like um the lottery, the Shirley Jackson. Uh-huh. So they're picking a baby. Well, or an adult. What if once a year you have to kill one person in the town just to keep everyone else's happiness at base level? And the people would volunteer, probably. Sometimes. No, it's a lottery. Mm-hmm. It's it's drawn out of um, it's like over. Oh, it's it a, would never once last. A year over it would si- never last because there would be an uprising over it. There would. But it, people, what? Hmm, yeah, but people would um, turn a blind eye, probably. You know. If they got those Nikes and iPhones that Maria has. <laughs> I know. If, if that's how they were rewarded, because sure. Because something would... have an iPhone and Nikes. Uh, 
right next to me. But something would inevitably end up happening where then the rich people, well, I guess everyone's like the same socioeconomic status in this town. But so you want, you'd like that though, if everyone had the same. But what if yeah. it makes you happy? What if your idea of happiness is to be doing a little bit better than other people? Yeah. So, you, I mean, everyone's town looks a no, little different. Mine looks like a pyramid. Well, I would still... <laughs> <laughs> it's a scheme. I still think my my life would be specific to me. Like, I'd have my own house. Even if we all have the same amount of money, I would like my life best because, you know, I have this certain wall color and... Yeah. Right. You know? <laughs> but the baby... Um, I mean, I know you guys like do a lot of episodes about torture like you did last week's episode. Yeah, we did one, one episode on torture, it Johnny. Like we didn't do one. a lot. <laughs> it felt like it was long. But anyway, what kind of... What torture is it? Like a tickle torture? Or... <laughs> that would make a difference to you? Well, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, is it yeah. like... Is it Chinese water... Or what's the Chinese one where they... They drip water, water on you. They drip you. water on you. But it could be formula. Um, <laughs> maybe it's just a little, just so we're not getting too graphic. Because right. obviously, if you People saw are the driving. baby was like being hung upside. Sorry, trigger warning. Being hung upside down or something, and like drained. You know. Oh God, I can't wait. Okay, well, oh, she, Amanda just drew a diagram. She has it all mapped out. Wait, why don't we just say it's it is like the lottery where one person does get killed every well, well, year? I mean, because it's so great. Because it's. I guess it doesn't matter either way. It doesn't matter yeah. either. So let's just say the baby's wearing a little pain helmet. Okay, it's sitting what? in a little chair. It's got a <laughs> it's pain, a pain helmet. Oh, what? headgear! It's rain headgear. <laughs> <laughs> Amanda Jorgensen. was the baby. Amanda was the baby when she was little. An orthodontist with big thumbs is working her over right now under the basement for all these years. So we we have this. Let's stick to our scenario and just say, you know, sorry. Sometimes I do feel like I have to kind of be the stickler and sticking to these scenarios because otherwise you get off track. So yeah. off the bat, Maria says you would leave. You'd leave and start your life over No, but then she started saying, well, what can you do about it? I'm just one person. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she totally no. backtracked. No, because, well, it's a, it's, a, it's a little different, I guess, because we're talking about, we're talking about in, in the world we live in now, I am, complic- I am complicit with the way things are are done She's drinking out of an arrowhead plastic water bottle right now <laughs> and two children are sewing up a hole in her sweatshirt <laughs> but in this scenario it's it's one town and there's a whole world outside there's a whole world outside of that that's still america that's still you know it's not like i have to go off the grid and go live in a hut yeah, somewhere so you would leave so I would leave in that in 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 that instance. And do you think that why would you leave? Because you believe that's the morally correct thing to do, or you just couldn't live in that town with that information, knowing that that was happening it's, six feet underground. <laughs> because it's bold. It's not. It's the. It's it's wrong that this town is is built on that. And if there's a perfectly adequate life to be lived right outside that well i wouldn't say it's perfectly adequate i mean i think it's like at your age going out into like a whole new world <laughs> with no skills what age? late what 40s <laughs> and you have no discernible <laughs> you know, skills yeah, i'm just saying that you you are it will be very difficult it's not like oh i'll just hop over get the same job have the same life it's like no you're starting from the ground up like you've never been exposed to any of these like scary things and homeless people like remember when that homeless man tried to punch you in the new york subway oh yes <laughs> my sister had a terrible experience with a homeless man Let's hear it. just recently when she came up to visit me she knew that i live in off sunset boulevard and i gave her all these directions on how to get there but she hated 
she hates directions, so she just went from Long Beach up the 405 and got off at Sunset all the way to Silver Lake. So oh, it took no, her that's crazy. like oh, all wow, the way like from Brentwood, from came. Brentwood, and then all the way, and it took her like two and a half hours to get to me. And then she finally got to the light right by my house, and this homeless man was coming up to just panhandle, uh-huh. and um, he got up to her, and she locked her her door <gasps> and rolled up the windows, and he yelled. Don't worry, sweetheart. You're not my type either. And she started crying. <laughs> and she came into my apartment crying and said she's never coming again. That's so Isn't sad. Isn't that cruel? I know. <laughs> and he yelled it loud enough for all the other cars to hear. Aww. I know. But I think that's how they flirt sometimes. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I like know. that in a man, a man that can really catch you off guard yeah. like that. He, yeah. he, he negged her. Yeah. I roll down my windows. <laughs> and unlock your doors. Yeah, I say, I dare you. And you wear a money dress. <laughs> um, no, I, I think I would have to leave because I would feel dirty every day and not be able to enjoy my my life. You yeah. know? I would leave, but not because I feel dirty, but because I'm pissed that everyone knew a secret and didn't tell me. And it's like your parents, your whole life, tell you everything's perfect. If, right. or whatever and they all know this thing and then you find out and you're like how come we haven't been talking about this the whole time do some people leave the town and then they're like people are like oh can you believe that you know well it's almost oh, like sure. um, darren left yeah. like like oh and there's probably a lot of gossip of like did you see now darren lives in a studio apartment he's got to split it with three people and he's yeah north hollywood yeah what is it called in scientology when you're an unmentionable or whatever oh you're uh, a suppressive person a suppressive person mm-hmm mm. Wow, interesting. I think there are some correlations to be made between religion and this as well. Mm-hmm. When you know, because a lot of people are raised just thinking that their religion is is, of course, this is true, and then that kind of once you learn, there's other ideology ideologies out there, <laughs> ideologies, ideologies out there, or like, oh, there's actually some wicked history behind your religion. Yeah. You know, you could yeah, because have- you're a Wiccan. <laughs> or you find out like your high school is on top of Hellmouth. Is that it? What's that? From Buffy, oh, isn't it? Right. <laughs> and so it's like, well, we love higher education, but look what we built upon. Is it worth mm-hmm. it? Is it worth it? Yeah, it's it's just it's it's a hard scenario because we do live in a version of it right now. But you don't think that it's good to you know do what you can and if everyone does what they can it will make some sort of a difference. i do but if but you're saying in this scenario you can do you can do nothing yes so well, yeah so oh, yeah. therefore if i'm willing to leave in that situation it's just like I don't know. It's like, then what's the point of leaving the town, I guess, if you can do nothing? I, I That's the moral quandary. Well, it's like the Truman Show, where everything's perfect and it's created perfect, but then you find out one thing and it will drive you crazy, so you have to leave. Yeah. I mean... I mean, you... I would leave just so that the hope... The, so that I have hope that things would be better somewhere else versus knowing things will always be terrible here. You leave for that glimmer of hope. But you, but and then you return two weeks per- later when you realize that hope was not great. And you go, I'm sorry, I made a horrible mistake. I know it's it's very difficult. I mean, if the decision were, do you live in the town or do you stop the child from being tortured? Of course, everyone's going right. to say, oh, of course I would stop it. But it's happening regardless. So, I mean, yeah, I would maybe the another option is to stay and just like ev- try and get everyone else to leave. 
Oh, so you could be the only one with well, the yeah, tortured baby. Well, yeah, that's what if you can't save the baby, if you can't save the baby, you can destroy the town. Yeah, just out of anger for what they're up to. Uh, yeah, but then again, it's like, but what? Okay, so what if we added a layer of like, but this town does a lot to help um, other towns. Other t- like this town does. They give a lot to charity. They give a lot to charity. Like they built this children's hospital. That is like all of the latest science and everything like that. Like they're doing so much good. Yet there's this one child in the basement that's just getting shocked with a pain <laughs> helmet with her. <laughs> I think that's really interesting. I mean, that would because I, that, that is matter? It, that, that matter? is what all of these big companies, corporations do in America. And well, they're employing is, so many people, you know, mm-hmm. and they're and they're donating. I mean, like Bill Gates, I th- gives like billions to charity. You hate Bill Gates. Oh, I he's, <laughs> he's got. Did you guys spread a rumor that Bill Gates has raccoons? Amanda spread uh, that rumor. No, yes, not. you yeah. did. You did it on this very podcast. You said it. You said if you're Bill Gates yes, or Julia Roberts, you can have ten no, raccoons. Julia Roberts can't have raccoons, but Bill Gates can. No, Julia Roberts can have a and raccoon. That's why Bill Gates does. <laughs> I, now I have an image in my head that Bill and Melinda Gates are just overrun with raccoons in their home. They have a sanctuary. They have a lot of land, and they have a whole sanctuary. <laughs> Maria, didn't you dress up as Julia Roberts and Hook when you were little? For Halloween. <laughs> no. your, yeah, your mom said five years in a row we couldn't get that wig off her. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Where'd you get that? I did not dress up like Julia Roberts and Hook, but I did you used didn't to have sing to. that People little... just stopped you on the street and said, oh my God, Tink. <laughs> <laughs> Bangerang. Oh. <laughs> Did Rufio, Rufio die? No, he went to our high school. Oh, I saw him at a subway. <laughs> you knew once. there was something I about Rufio. I saw him at a subway once. Oh, wow. he's um works for Grubhub. Really? I don't know. <laughs> Johnny. <laughs> yeah. Well, but- okay. Is the baby like? Is it someone in the town's baby? Like, do they once? I mean, no. I, yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe it's just an ancient baby. You okay. Know- would you trade? Like, say, like you had a long, fulfilling life, and you are thirty six. Would you trade and be decide to be tortured so that this baby could have a couple good years at Lollaville or what's it called? Lo- 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 lover, loverly or something. Lovely, lovely, lovely. lovely. yeah. Lovery town. I don't. I, that would be so hard to volunteer yourself for torture. For tribute, yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> I just, yeah. I, I guess it's just easier to go like, you know what. I don't want to be associated like there's there's too many like twists and turns in this town of like you're given to charity but then there's this kid being tortured I just gotta go would you look at the people who stay like your husband and your boyfriend would you look <laughs> at them differently if they stayed oh, and you left but they don't know do they no, know everyone they know. over oh well if you don't date kids everyone over 18 <laughs> knows Maria uh Action Jackson was in on it the whole time and still <laughs> paraded around in a sock. I, How could you even go to another town dance? <laughs> I would look I would look differently upon them if they because I would hope that they'd have especially my boyfriend and husband would have the same kind of point of view on it as I did. It's just so it's so hard. I feel bad for roping Rosie O'Donnell in on this. I know. <laughs> she loves kids and she's just throwing goose balls left and right. I know. It just, it really brings it back to, it really makes you think about, you know, what what we're able to live with living in 
America living in where we live with all the comforts that we have around us. Everything mm-hmm. that we're okay with where we don't bat we know it goes on but we don't bat an eye because it's just part of the way of life that we've been brought up into. And it's so bigger than us. So you mm-hmm. do feel like it's David. Like you can't do much about it. And yeah, the feeling or the it. in the scenario of you can't save the child, it's the same it's it's not that you can't change this way of life, but that is how you feel. You do feel like you can't change the way the world works. Huh. Yeah, no, I I would have to leave the town, but it would either way I think my life would be ruined. If I stay in the town or if I leave the town, I'd I'd be I'd have night terrors. Well, people have to decide to leave their families all the time when they find out something horrible. I mean, it's say like you <laughs> What, Johnny? What? I'll throw you off air. <laughs> but if you it's basically saying like if you found out something that your family was complicit in something awful, do you have the guts to leave them and never talk to them? Yeah. And go work at Nike. I mean, do you have the guts? <laughs> right. 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 I know. If you were from like this nice, rich family and you had a yacht and vacationed in Italy ever, every summer, and then you found out that like 30 years ago, your dad like killed his business partner to take over the business and got all the money for the trips to Italy. Or not even dad, grandpa did. Grandpa yeah. did. Yeah. <laughs> i don't know it's too much to think about it's too much to think about because there's so many little nuances in there i mean it's it's like i'd really have to know what that partner did that got himself killed and got himself killed victim blaming i know you gotta watch coco oh no is that happening there spoiler alert alert. sorry trigger warning there's a there's a dead person in coco (laughs) (laughs) i'm so relieved because your producer texted me this week for the show and said would you be willing to talk about incest if a big one was (laughs) no they did not yes it's true something about body switching we don't have a producer johnny oh that was you who wanted the latte (laughs) i didn't know (laughs) i don't know i mean what do you guys feel about about um do you guys ever feel that you'd give up your creature comforts to uh, better the the way that we treat everyone in, in this place we call Earth? I could do more. I should do more. I should, you know, yeah, I should. I shouldn't eat so many almonds. Why? They're bad they're for the environment. They're killing the trees. Yeah. Why? I mean, there's too. a drought. What are the almond, almond trees almonds. take a bunch of water. It's like worse than eating a steak as far as <laughs> what goes into producing them. Wow. I buy clothes mostly secondhand, except for occasional J. Crew on sale items. Mm. Oh, no. Uh, but no, I could definitely, I could definitely do more. I could. <laughs> We're seeing I Amanda. Amanda's eyes are lit up like she's got a fire <laughs> in her. I can do more. I should. I shouldn't. I know what I'm trying to think what else I do that is naughty. Johnny, do you think there's things you could be definitely. doing? Definitely. I mean, starting for one with the whole braces thing. Um, I could be alerting people. I mean, there's a lot to be done. That's I mean, I don't thing. need it's to buy too new. Much. Yeah, I don't need to buy those new curtains that I've been saving up for. That's the thing. It's like if I was rich, it would be much easier for me to be a good person. But you are rich compared to the to sure to someone. That's <laughs> but that's always the case. But but uh, if I'm at the level I'm at, and I'm only able to get you know. Clo- I mean, okay, 
So it would take me a lot more time to go to a secondhand store, find a piece of clothing that worked for me for like an audition or something like that, where then I could just go on the Forever 21 website. Get, we are sponsored by Forever 21. Get what? Get this cheap thing that's as cheap as a secondhand hand clothing thing and get it in the blink of an eye. And I know, and then done. it will be gone three days later, the first time you wash it. Cause <clears> all the that's not true. I'm wearing, I wear... I wear clothes I've been wearing for years. Well, the children have done good work then. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say is a good job. Yeah, but you should shop more at Crossroads and Buffalo Exchange. It's just so much time and where do I want to be putting all my... There's only so many hours in a day. It's not that much time. Those places... It's not like going to a Goodwill. Those places are more curated. (laughs) Well... It's so awful when you take clothes to Buffalo Exchange and they go through each of your shirts mm-hmm. and go pit stain, pit stain, pit stain. They do that. Uh, yes, they do. And they say you could try Goodwill. Yeah. I forget my my reusable bags a lot when I go to the grocery store. Oh, no. I never bring those. Wow. I, I don't mean to. I just, I, I don't Because I'm remember. always going on my way from some, I, I'm not like, oh, it's Sunday night. I go to the grocery store. I'm always like, oh, I'm out. Here's the Trader Joe's. Let me stop in. I should keep some in my car. Yeah. You know, but... I know. I yeah, should I could do more. I take could shorter do more. showers. We don't water our lawn. We know. But that's not <laughs> out of a moral. That's just laziness. Yeah, <laughs> we might, it's because it's all dead anyway, but we do want to get grass in there. But you do feed the bobcats. <laughs> <laughs> it's all too much, but if, you, if there's a couple things that are easy for you, that you can do, I think it's good to do. Yeah. Yeah. Like little things, but we're talking about torturing a baby okay, in the okay. basement. You guys are I talking know. about reusable bags. <laughs> it is so sad. I know. We did kind of hop over to something that's I know, easy to wrap your head around. I would leave the town because, you know, it's bad that it's happening. You know, it does, you're not making a huge difference to, to the kid, but to yourself, I think it's it's morally right to leave. And you're showing other people in the town that it's okay to leave. Like, you're, start, you're, you're leading by example, you know. Does so, the mother yeah. of the baby know that it's being tortured, or it's just a motherless baby it's a motherless, motherless baby. Well, it's baby very religious now yeah it's, a mother- it's very religious <laughs> oh, oh i mean um, no i'm sorry jesus had a bit mom <laughs> i guess she just was a virgin yes but it's still um it is biblical it's in a biblical way. Mm-hmm. but so we would all leave the town are we all agreeing yeah We'd yeah. leave. The, oh my god! And then we'd be together. That's, That's so, so nice. We could get. We could all get that studio together. That studio apartment and work. We at, could live in Forever Twenty One. Yeah, we'll all work at Forever Twenty One. No, you have to be under twenty one to work for them. Is that true? If you're making the clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's better to live a harder life in truth than to live a easy life in ignorance. Yeah. Wow. And Amanda just took out a uh, that was on her calendar it was whatever daily Wait, quotes what? no i think amanda's <laughs> quote in the eighth grade yearbook was if ignorance is bliss then wipe the smile off my face no wasn't that was elisa oh our friend elisa my quote was, was my quote was feel the vibe no yours was uh, um you could wasn't yours you could be upset that every rose has a thorn or rejoice that every thorn has a rose yes that was it oh <laughs> mine was just something That's from landslide i think what Mine was something from Lance. <laughs> I got in trouble because I put my favorite album in eighth grade was Californication. And they almost wouldn't put that in. And I was like, what does it mean? <laughs> well, they just because it was Cal- the Red Hot Chili Peppers. That's why. Yeah, they didn't like other sides. I also had a quote somewhere in a one yearbook that said, nothing tastes as good as being skinny feels dot dot dot. Just kidding. Be yourself. Exclamation I don't point. think you wrote just kidding. Be yourself, Amanda. I I it swear. still said nothing tastes as good as skinny feels. <laughs> Well, the thing your is, sister I... told you to write that with a big smile on your face and see how people would react. 
I heard that quote. Now I, I realize that's a horrible thing to say. And also it's like, I must have had some body issues. But, but you, you, said, but you, you said just kidding. I said just kidding. Be yourself. But I had heard that Steven Tyler had said that in an interview. I but read. it is a true thing. Nothing tastes as good as being skinny feels. Oh, I don't know Maria. If that's true. <laughs> I know. I know. Have I don't you had it. queso fundido? Oh, no. <laughs> but you can be skinny and, and eat that as long as you work out afterwards. I'm you sure. You can, you dummy. Didn't you? Uh, <laughs> I'm sure Steven Tyler has queso fundido, whatever the hell he wants. Well, he's doing a lot of drugs, I'm pretty sure. Not, <laughs> not anymore. Maria, how did the waitress decide what not to bring you on the episode with the Abe Lincoln impersonator when you said you went to <laughs> get lunch and the waitress said, oh, oh I'm no, sorry, there sir. Was a li- no, it was literally, I ordered a, a, maybe like three things. It was like two appetizers maybe. And she looked at me and she went, I can't bring you all that. Well, I ha- I worked at the Grove at a restaurant for... It was called uh, Morel's. Johnny was the star waiter there. Yes. I wrote it into the ground. It's closed. It's no longer there. But I was there for nine years. And when like a young uh, teenager who looks like she has no money comes in and asks for two appetizers <laughs> and an entree, it, you're looking at it financially you're like, this girl's going to stiff me. No, Not no, no. The, yes, it was, the it tables was. were small. The tables were small. I'll, and Brian will be able to attest to that. But didn't you say you could put a plate on your head and balance no, everything? No, I just, I just took her word for it. It was, it was too much food, and we all knew it. No, she thought you weren't going to pay for the food. You are going to do a I, dine and dash, bless Suchi style. No, yes. no, no. We always pay. The oh, Suchis always you? pay for their meals. They always pay their debts. <laughs> yeah. They always is, is, your last name, is your last name going to be redacted? Is this a private? No, people can know. I'll shout from the rooftops. The Blasucci's always pay their tabs. Mm. <laughs> they have a lot of lines of credits going around at various restaurants. Your dad did buy me a drink one time. He did? At I.O. Oh, I'm signing up for classes at I.O. No, Johnny, Yes, finally, stop. Amanda's been encouraging me to do it, and I'm going to take the plunge. The uh, improv theater that Amanda and I, uh, you know, uh, wet our whistle at and chained us to the chairs to watch <laughs> is closing uh improv io west in hollywood and we're very sad and johnny's making light of it no, uh, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not <laughs> <laughs> um all right well should we get to our uh our little big one the yeah listener I, big I one? think yeah let's do it johnny how do you feel you feel like we got to the bottom of it yeah it was um always fun to explore how do i say at the beginning a brain-busting moral dilemma. <laughs> oh, I have a question. Uh-huh. Do you say, like, can I eat muffins for the rest of li- my life if I don't have to go to school? Uh-huh. Is it, does it go down at school, or am I just No, I start laughing. Fast? You're oh, driving, too. And then, Amanda, I wanted to know, would you have... Oh, well, I, I don't know if you guys are saving these questions for the uh-huh. series would finale. Would she have Satan's child? Would you have Satan's child if he if he needed your egg because he was gay? And it, Aww, oh, that's nice. I would. That's oh. nice carry his child just your egg he doesn't need your body oh okay (laughs) yeah i give him my eggs okay okay dear maria amanda it's one word thank you for doing that but please call us the big ones i have a little big one that's plagued me for a while one of my past jobs worked at a large hotel where most people in my department including myself were college aged late teens to early 20s during my time there several female co-workers experienced unexpected pregnancies to be clear not because of me Here's the little big one. When someone shared they had a pregnancy scare, everyone would console them by saying it would be a false positive or gossip about how they're too young to get pregnant. Once they had the baby, everyone would be super nice and never once again talk about it being an accident. 
The question is, if your kid was an accident, do you ever tell them? Do you tell them that at one point you might have wished for a false positive? <laughs> and if your friend has an unexpected pregnancy, are you obligated to pretend it's a blessing, ignoring that they might not feel the same way? Keep up the great podcasting. Look forward to hearing many more big ones. Mitchell from San Diego. Um, well, one time my sister kept telling me that I was an accident and I said, mom, Sarah told me I was an accident. And my mom goes, you were both accidents. <laughs> and then I later, I recently, that was, you know, a long time ago. When you were I, six or seven. Yeah, yeah, seriously. I was maybe like 13. I asked my mom, I just kind of always had thought that we were both accidents. And then I asked my mom and she was like, no way. Like we had to try for you guys, you know. Oh, so cool. that's yeah. nice. Yeah. So she was just making a. A light-colored joke. joke. Did she ever <laughs> reveal who the dad is? <laughs> she never said. Well, I have a neighbor growing up, and they would always call the girl Boo Boo and say she there she's the mistake from Hawaii, and her nickname was Boo Boo for real. Wow! And it's kind of you know she always. She wore it like a badge of honor, not sure. a cross. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I don't think it's necessary ever to tell your child that they're they were an accident. I mean, you don't have to tell your kids shit. Yeah, no. you don't have to say you were an accident. What's the point in that? What's the the only? Yeah, the only thing I could think of is if you had your kid really young, and then as they come of age, wanting to talk to them about safe sex. But then, but you that's know. how all people always do it this way on Teen Mom. At least it's always like it's always like you know you were not planned. I would not trade you for anything. And and, I tried. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, but it was you know you were not planned, but you know you were the blessing. I always you know I never knew I needed you know something. Like well, they that. have to say something because the kids on TV. Yeah. I mean, the kids gonna find out. Mm -hmm. I think you tell your kid. I think you only tell them that they're they were a. Uh, mistake if they are going through the same thing and they get pregnant young maybe and then yeah. and just you say well we all make mistakes look at you is that is that <laughs> no, how no. You no, Johnny. no i don't think you need to, i don't think you should say anything unless you know there's they they're old enough and they ask but i think telling a kid at a young age that is is kind of cruel and well i was just listening to dr laura and someone called in because they had adopted a, a baby and now that it's a closed adoption and now that the girls you know i think like 10 or 11 she's asking about her if her uh, birth uh, parents were like in love and the the truth is that it was just like they were young and they weren't married and they just whatever and they they didn't want a baby and so she was asking dr laura like what should i say to say like if they were in love or not when they had you and dr laura was like just tell them that they weren't in love they had sex but they loved you enough to to not want to you know get rid of you that's interesting and they didn't sell the baby to the town we're torturing exactly <laughs> and it's like that you know you can have sex just for fun and you can just you know there's difference between like just sex and love and you and you know to make that clear but that they loved you enough to keep you alive and and give give you to us yeah, that's an interesting way to go about it. I mean, I guess when my mom said I was an accident, I didn't really care that much, and it didn't make me feel that bad. I, I but you were you were comforted knowing that she tr ended up trying for you. Yeah, I thought that yeah. that was interesting information. So I just also that you made her sweat not knowing if she was going to have another kid or not. Yeah. <laughs> I was taking my time. Uh, but I think in this day and age, it's a little bit different too. the idea of like, I, I don't know. Yeah, social media. <laughs> Technology. No, I just think that there's not as much of a... It's almost like, oh, you got 
pregnant on accident, like, wow, it's impressive almost. But what is this? <laughs> well, you'll well, put it down under a skill on your headshot. Yeah, but who, where is this guy working? Did he say? I forget. Uh, it's it the military, like, no, San Diego. But what, why are all these young people getting pregnant at his place of work? But also, um, I thought that he was Mitch from San Diego um, was going to say that he felt the need to confront his co-workers and saying, look, you either have to stick to your guns and make fun of her for the rest of her life <laughs> or be on board from the very get-go and yeah. champion the babies. Well, that's, I think, what's his que- his other question. So there were two How questions. How do I handle the naysayers, the gossip, and the... Well, it's I think what he's saying is everyone's being hypocritical and he doesn't quite know how to handle that because people are kowtowing to whatever this pregnant woman wants to hear where he's finding it a little like well why are we all just like changing our tune just you know because she's having a baby none of your business so if someone wants to tell you that they're pregnant i mean all you have to do is say like i support you i like i i'm here i support you with whatever you end up doing and that's whatever you whatever is right for you is great but is it okay just going back to this question, is it okay for people to, is there any danger, not danger, but is, is, is it wrong for people to cover up their true feelings or to, to say what the pregnant person wants to hear? No, cause it's none of their business, but they're bringing it to them. To the, pre- the, the pregnant person, it, it's not like you're finding out about it. It's like they're coming to work going, this happened to me, this is happening. And people are responding in a way where, it's just going to make the pregnant person happy no matter what. Well, you need to keep the pregnant person happy so she finishes her shift and you don't have extra work. <laughs> so you just say whatever you can until she punches out. That's and then true. once she leaves, yeah. you... Uh, I just think it's, it's a hard situation. That person's going to do what's right for them, whether or not you have an issue with it or whatever you say. So it's just give them support, whatever they do. Yeah. And of course, there's a difference between everyone going like, oh, crap, Shelly got pregnant. Shelly's 19. She got knocked up. Like, mm-hmm. oh, man, that sucks. And then after Shelly has this beautiful little baby, Baby. Of course, everyone's yeah. changing their tune because now a miracle happened. Yeah. And there's this gorgeous little baby. So, of course, now Shelly's elated. Mm-hmm, well, I know. look at people who from high school already have kids and say, like, they had them at 18 or 19 and we're in our late 40s now. And no, don't. Well, say, like, the kid is now 10 years old. And then I look at pictures of them with the kid and it's like, oh, that's nice. They already have a kid. And yeah. It's like, Ten and it can almost start like sewing or whatever. I mean, it's nice that they already have a kid. So at first right. it's like, oh my god, she's nineteen and has a kid. But then like years later, when we're in our thirties, it's like, oh, that's cool. She had a kid, and and that's a you wouldn't have sometimes accidents are a great thing. Yeah. Is Mitch okay? I think Mitch is fine. Honestly, fine. just like give your friends condoms, and then whatever they do, just you don't have to act sad or happy when someone tells you they got pregnant just say i'm here for you whatever you choose or just to do. keep your mouth shut and go back and bring that room service up to like where's why is everyone talking at this job they should be doing their work i just don't understand Maria. why so many young women are getting knocked up at this hotel <laughs> i mean women are very fertile this is the great irony of being a woman is when you're 18 you're so fertile you can get pregnant so because that's when we're meant to have it that's when we're meant to have the kids we're also only meant to live to 40 so now that women want to have careers you have to like put everything aside to have a baby and or or else you're not going to be able to get knocked up yep it's really a uh you can't it's like we're playing with fire like the tortured baby situation (laughs) you can't win and you can't lose johnny where can people find you on can, do you want people to follow you on Twitter or Instagram? Mostly on Venmo. No. Yes, send me something. Please, you said you could get $2,000 during this podcast if everyone sends you one. It's true. We do. If everyone sends in $1. 
Yeah. Then you'll have close to two thousand dollars. That's mm. good. I know we should do that every month for both of our. We could be taking donations, but oh, we well maybe we'll set that up today on Grubhub. <laughs> no you can follow me at johnny mays i tweet twice a year m-a-i-s m-a-i-s yeah. yeah email us at the big ones podcast at gmail.com we're loving all your emails yes. guys we look at all of them you can tweet us at the big ones pod on twitter and uh yeah we've been putting up some some different moral dilemmas each day all right guys well thank you so much for listening to the, the big, big ones. ones he knew to do it Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.